All right. So this is a very interesting message. Very, very interesting. And uh, when God told me this is what I want you to do, I was like, ooh, this is kind of tough. It really is. It's kind of tough. And I was like, okay, so uh, this is tough. This is tough. But it's necessary. And... Um, so I'm going to start off by saying, you know, there's so much hurt and calamity in the world and darkness all around us. Uh, people are without shelter, jobs, no, you know, people don't have jobs, they're hungry, they're in debt. Uh, people are in broken relationships, they're lonely, they're depressed, they're confused. People are mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted and maybe even abused. Uh, people are committing suicide, families scattered all around. I know we just came from Ohio. And my family has been scattered for many years I mean, to the point where if I saw my nephew or my niece, I wouldn't even know who they are. I don't know their faces. I didn't know their names. And so what we did is we got together and we had a gathering. I called everybody up. I was like, look, we're going to meet. Everybody need to meet each other and all that. So, But there's families that are scattered. Um, people... Uh, you know, marriages are falling apart. Children are rebellious. People killing and stealing. People have lost everything due to floods and earthquakes and fire and tornadoes and hurricanes and tsunamis. Um, there has been tragedies all around us. You hear it all the time, right? And some of us have gone through some tragedies. People have, you know, uh, died and, um, you know, unexpectedly. Now, you might be going through something right now, and it's excruciating, and you can't see your way out of the darkness. You may be feeling anxious, fearful, confused, or even wondering, where is God in my situation? Tonight, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I want to shed some light in the midst of the darkness that you're experiencing right now. God himself, let's, uh, I, I put this down, God himself experienced darkness. If you'll turn to Genesis 1, and we're going to go from 1 to 3. I've got my thing, so I don't need to turn there, but I want you to turn there, just because I need you to see something here. So God himself experienced darkness. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was, was, with, was without form, meaning no particular shape. It was void. It was completely empty. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from darkness. And God called the light day and darkness he called night. So two things I want us to look at regarding that. First, God did not focus on what was already existing. He spoke to what was not existing, which was the light, right? He saw darkness, but spoke what he needed, which was the light. You may be in a dark place in your life right now, but you can ask God to shed some light on the situation so you can see the situation for what it really is, not what it seems. So important to get that. Number two, let's note, notice that God did not get rid of the darkness. 
Instead, he spoke, instead, he spoke what he wanted and needed, which was light, but when light came, he found a need for the darkness. He called the light day and the darkness night. So see, he didn't get rid of the darkness. Some of us, we are so quick to get rid of the pain, the agony, you know, uh, just let this cup pa pass from me. I don't want to go through anything. We're so quick to just, everything just to be hunky-dory. But the reality is, even God did not get rid of the darkness. I, I never seen that until I started to study. I was like, oh, that's interesting. It, could have just said, let there be light, and then darkness has had to go. But he used darkness, and actually because of the light, he saw value in the darkness. So, um, but we, we, serve a, we serve a God who is all-powerful, all-knowing. Uh, he's full of love and goodness and mercy and grace. Um, and he also chastises us when we need it to develop and mature us um, as we uh, grow into becoming uh, like Christ. He humbles us at times. Um, and so some of the things that we go through is, is God doing a work inside us. Some of the things that we've gone through in life, I look at my life and I'll, I'll say this, um, you know, I went through everything that is an imaginably, imaginably possible. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I've gone through abuse, physical, uh, mental, and emotional abuse. Uh, some by, you know, at the time, you know, my parents weren't necessarily um, able to fulfill their parent obligation at the time based on where they were in their life. Um, but as a result, uh, I, I experienced lack. I experienced um, you know, sexual abuse, physical abuse, uh, you know, I mean, you just name it, I've been through it all. And at the time, you would think, you know, you would say, well, Dad, why me? Why me? Why do I have to go through all of this hurt? Why do I have to go through lack and debt? And why do I have to go through anguish? Why do I have to go through rejection? Why do I have to, like, go through uh, what is excruciating to me, and I see everybody else looking like they're doing well? Why me? And it was through all of those things. Now, at the time when I was going through it, it made absolutely no sense. But there was treasure in darkness. There was treasure in darkness. And I'll get to my point. <laughs> um, and so you might be, like I said, going through a season of darkness right now, but God wants to shed some light on your situation. What truth have you been running from? What adjustments have you been refusing to make? What weaknesses have you been hiding? Sometimes God allows the darkness so that his light can be seen and his glory can change things in our life. So really, when I look at my situation uh, growing up in life, my, I don't look like what I came from. I don't. I don't look like tattered and beaten. I mean, I'm <laughs> not saying I look all beautiful or anything like that. I'm just saying I do not look like, you know, I, matter of fact, uh, side right here, a guy uh, hit me. Well, he didn't really hit me. He um, slapped, well, he hit me. He slapped me. 
fist at the thing that that happened he slapped me and as a result of the slap the force of the slap it caused a muscle in my eye uh, to jar loose and, and so I was actually seeing uh, three people so I had to get surgery two weeks in the hospital and the guy said if I can't have you can't nobody have you I'm on my way he was coming to kill me I hid all the bruises and all the black eyes from my um, wow I didn't think I would even Hmm, interesting. But, but I hid behind the bruises and I made up excuses that my son, I fell with my son. Uh, I got hit in the eye with a ball. I came up with so many excuses, but it, the people knew, people knew what was happening, but you know, I, I didn't want to embrace the reality. And so, but it was through all of that, the rejection, the, the, the abuse and uh, just the, just the lack even. I mean, from a, from a small child, I remember lack. I remember my mother taking us to white castles. And y'all know how small those white castles are, right? We were starving and she, took, she got three white castles. And we split those three white castles between four people. I remember, you know, when we uh, opened the refrigerator, there was no food. I remember when there was crumbs in the... the, the um, the, look, we had a dog. We had a dog, and the dog starved. I mean, that's how bad it was. The dog starved, and and uh, but there was some little crumbs in the in the in the bottom of the bag. Guess what? I ate the crumbs of the dog food. Oh, I said all that to say, I'm standing here, and I'm more wiser. I'm standing here. I'm more grateful. I'm standing here because really, we know that whatever you're going through, God can use it. Even your pain, God can use it. Isaiah 45.3, I want y'all to read that or go to it anyway. It says, get there because I think this is important. 45.3 it says I give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I am or I the Lord which call thee by thy name am God of Israel God is saying there are treasures in darkness Isaiah 45 verse 5 it says I am the and there is none else there is no God beside me I gird thee though thou hast not known me that they know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me I am the Lord and there is none else I form the light listen at this I form the light and create darkness Sometimes God will allow darkness to come into our life. The devil is a liar. He's trying to get, get me distracted here. All right. Um, so anyway, uh, he, he's basically telling us what he is, who he is. He says, I'm, I'm going to start here, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord. Uh, and there is none else. I form the light and I create darkness and make peace and create evil. 
Listen at that. And I, the Lord, do all these things. Sometimes we see God as only the good God. Sometimes we see God like, oh, he's so sweet, he won't do anything or, or cause me to do, you know, go through any chaos or whatever the case is, but God, whatever do, he'll do whatever it takes to break us because he loves us, not because he's trying to uh, make us pay but he's trying to awaken us. And sometimes our flesh has to be awakened by the things that we go through. God sees and knows all things, including uh, us. And he uses our life to help to develop us into his image and after his likeness. Sometimes God, like I said, allows us to be humbled I don't know if any of y'all have been through a, a situation where you've been uh, maybe dealing with pride for so long and it just seemed like every time you turn around, you know, you're being humbled. How many can attest to that? You're, you, yeah, almost everybody here. Uh, and Because God, he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Uh, Deuteronomy 8.2 says, Remember how the Lord your God led you all uh, the way in the wilderness those 40 years to what? Humble and test you in order uh, to know what is in your heart, whether you, whether or not you would keep his commandments. When we go through things, well, this is very interesting. This <coughs> when we go through things in life that that's beyond our control or ability, um, we feel like that God is actually not in it, that God has given up. But what it is is he's really trying to step in because he wants us to give up our will. Sometimes we don't want to give God our will. You know, the scripture, like in Matthews, it talks about thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, you know, he really wants his will to be done, not our will. I think uh, Cinnamon had mentioned that. You know, sometimes we have our own will, but it's for our own, you know, our own pleasure. Uh, but God really wants his will to be done in our lives. He created us. He said, I fearfully and wonderfully created you. He had a plan. He had a thought. And so in order for you know, uh, him to get what he, what he designed, it, we have to be in line with his will. That's, there's no way around it. Isaiah 40, 29 says, he gives power to the faint and strength uh, to them that are weak. God's power is given to us in weakness so that we can become mature and fully empowered and perfected. So when we go through these things, y'all, this is the time to really look at, God, what are you doing? What are you, what, what, what are you after? We run from those challenges because we don't, wanna, we don't want to face what we think is hard. But the scripture says he gives power to the faint, and them that have no might, he gives strength. So that's good news for us. So it, independent of what it looks like, God said, I'll give you power. He'll give you the, the sustaining ability to get through it, the sustaining ability to find out what is, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with me? Why do I do certain things? Why do I say certain things? Why do I allow certain things? Why? You know, at one time, it was like I had beat, beat me written on my forehead. Why was I always, because from that relationship, 
that was the first person that 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 uh, beat me. Uh, then I went to another relationship right after that, and that person beat me. Then I went from that relationship to another relationship, and that person beat me. It was like I had beat me written on my forehead. So I could say, well, I went all what went through all these relationships, and they they just beat me. No, there was one common person or a common denominator, and that was me. I was attracting those type of people. So I could I could turn around and say, well, you know, if, if I had if these people weren't in my life, no, I allowed them because there was something broken in me that was drawing them in. And if I didn't fix that, to this day I'd be doing the same thing, and I'd be going from one relationship to the next. I was very insecure. I was very um, I was I was um, I was thirsty, very thirsty and desperate for love and to be loved. I mean, that's how how uh, it, I was wrapped into this thirst and this hunger to be loved. That I paid the price to for it. But see, had I not figured it out, I would have been going through one relationship after another, and it's, 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 I'm repeating the same thing. What is that? What is in your life that you're repeating the same thing? Because you haven't stopped and asked God, okay, I'm going through this. What am I supposed to be learning from it? Why is this happening over and over and over again? What did I miss? What did I not see? You know, sometimes we there's insight and hindsight, and sometimes we don't even look back to even find, you know, what we did in the past. We just keep it moving. God is wanting us to actually start to look at what are we doing? What are we really doing that's causing the chaos in our life? You know, if you want to be married, what, what are you doing to position yourself to be married? If we want, you know, solid relationships, what are we doing? What are we doing? So what, no, what, this is what we do. We look at the relationships that we have and we say, well, if they would just fix this, then I'd be fine. So we're always looking for other people to change, but we don't change. And we're, the, we're supposed to be the catalyst to, make, to help somebody else change. It's the, the enemy is cunning. So, so what he does is he tries to get us to be focused on what somebody else is doing or not doing. And as long as he does that, guess what? You ain't got to be responsible for yourself. And then now we don't grow and mature to be what God has called us to be. So there's treasures in darkness because in the darkness you learn. Like I learned to be resilient. I learned that I could survive. You can put me anywhere, any place, and I will survive. Because I'm resilient. Because I'm resourceful. All of those treasures came out of darkness. So we got to stop running from that which is causing us to, to see the resistance is just like uh, weightlifting. You know, uh, I, 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 I need to get back on track in doing that, but I understand that when you have weights, it's the resistance that, that actually helps you to become strong. Without the weights in our life, or in my life, I would never, it would never turn into strength. 
See, those weights in my life actually turned into strengths. So just like athletes, when they want to get in shape, they have to do some resistance against the muscles because the muscles make, uh, the muscle, the resistance rather, makes the, the uh, muscle strong. Now once we, uh, let's see what, I've here, what I have here. God knows in order for us to mature, we need resistance. In order for us to mature, we need, tell your neighbor, in order for me to mature, I need resistance. I know you don't want to say it, but it's the truth. <laughs> tell, tell your neighbor again. <laughs> in order, yeah, God knows, in order for us to mature, we need, yes, we need resistance. So quit running from the darkness that is, is designed to mature and develop us uh, because there's treasure in the darkness. See, we're running, from, we're running from the very thing that we need. Romans 8.28 says uh, that all things work together for them that, all things work together for good, for them that love the Lord and are the call to his purpose. His purpose is to conform us into his image. That's one of the purposes, is to conform us into the image of Christ. That's one of the purposes. It's, you know, he takes our ashes and creates beauty out of it. Whatever darkness you're in today, God is going to birth light out of that darkness. Without darkness, we wouldn't even know light. Without fear, we wouldn't even know truth or faith. I'm sorry. Without fear, we wouldn't know faith. Without going through hardship, we wouldn't know God to be a deliverer. See, think about it. All, all the times that we've gone through something, if you go back and you really rehearse the righteous acts of God, you will see the hand of God on your life like at the beginning. Like you'll all, you know, if you really allow yourself to go back, you'll see that he's been with you. But th that's where faith was developed. Faith was developed through those dark, those dark times. Without faith, uh, or without going through some, some maybe health issues, how would we know him to be a healer if we weren't needing the healing? John 9, uh, 1 through 3. Let's go there. Well, we won't have to go there. I'm just going to say um, this is where uh, there was a man that was blind. And the people asked, okay, did he sin? Did his parents sin? How did he, how did he you know, what happened? Well, it said the man was blind, born blind, for the glory of God. Like God wanted to get glory in this man's life. See, there's glory in your story. But you got to live it out. You got to live out that, that, that's your story. Your story's going to look different from my story. And so we, we have to embrace our, what, what, what we've, uh, <laughs> we have to embrace what we uh, basically are dealing with. You know, uh, I didn't ask for the parents that I have. You didn't ask for the parents you had. But you got, for whatever reason, God allowed it. And so with that comes whatever comes with that. <laughs> and so you, you, you have to use those, those uh, issues and those situations and, you know, whatever you're going through right now, use it as a catalyst 
to grow, to develop, to build yourself, to mature. You know, God is looking for mature Christians. He's not looking for people that's just still sucking on the milk. He's looking for people that can stand up and, and, and know his words, stand up and, and in the midst of their trials and tests and tribulations, they still have faith. Because really, ultimately, their faith is what's being tried. So we know that God uses weaknesses. He uses insults, distress, persecution, difficulties for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, he's strong. And sometimes he'll send uh, or allow uh, what, 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 what in the Bible talks about a messenger of Satan uh, to buffet us, to uh, stretch us, to grow us, because sometimes we're not depending on God. We're dependent on ourselves. So remember I said that I'm resourceful, right? The danger in being resourceful is you, you, you're resourceful. <laughs> you, you, you don't need nobody. And the, fir and the first thing you do, you go in survival mode. And guess what? When you go in survival mode, God is boxed out. And so we, he wants us to be dependent on him. So sometimes when we go through stuff, God is saying, okay, you know you can't do anything about this situation. What are you going to do? You going to trust me or are you going to trust yourself? A lot of us trust ourselves and try to put our hands on it. Uh, Jesus himself, actually, um, in Matthew 3, um, it talks about how he was baptized. And remember, remember the windows of heaven opened up and he, God spoke and said, this is my son who I am well pleased. But right after that, he went right into the wilderness. Right into the wilderness. So the, wilder the, 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 the darkness is not a bad place. That's the point I'm making here. It's not a bad place. If we embrace what God is doing, he's trying to break us. He's trying to test us. He's trying to prove us. He's trying to, you know, help us to deal with life situations. Not as the old nature or the old person that we were before we came to Christ, but now that we're new in Christ. The scripture says you're new creatures in Christ. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things what? Become new. So we can no longer handle it in the natural like we would back in the day. You know, the old Melanie, oh, trust me, the old Melanie was fighting back. Now, I, I stood up here and was like, you know, crying like, you know, like the, he beat me. He, no, I beat them too. <laughs> I mean, I, I had my share, you know, uh, especially, you know, there were times that after the third one, I, I, I really just, I became an abuser to my ex-husband. Isn't that interesting? Because my thing is, look, if anybody going to be doing the hitting, it's going to be me. So I'm not proud to say that, but yeah, I, I, I became really an abuser. I was so angry, so frustrated, so angry and just, you know, but it was me. It was me. And it wasn't until I started to learn what, I, what the heck I was doing. And that's the problem. We're not, we're not checking in with God to find out what are we really doing. The greatest treasure in our darkness uh, is our faith. And that is why our faith is always on trial. 
First Peter 1 7 says the trial of our faith is much more precious than gold through though it uh, or through it I'm sorry uh, be tried with fire might be found into praise honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ so our faith is on trial the other thing is embracing his will and not our own and I talked about that earlier it's so important that we embrace his will and not our own so we talked about, or I talked about the resistance and how important it is. You know, when you think about it, if a, if a, when a baby is trying to walk, their legs are not strengthened, right? But you still have to keep trying to get them to walk, right? And it's excruciating for you. You see the baby, you know, buckling under the, you know, the pressure and of the weight and everything. But you still have to bring them up because they're the they're, the baby is designed to walk. Now, you don't see it immediately, but that baby is designed to walk. Uh, that baby is also designed to develop the motor, like the, the motor skills. They can eat. They can maybe write eventually one day. So, but you have to develop those motor skills. Otherwise, if you see that the kid's holding the pencil wrong, you can't just be, you know, saying, forget this. Just, just don't do it. No, you have to keep at it, right? So the pain that you go through... The pain that you go through, the pain that you're going through right now, it may be that there's treasure in that darkness. There is treasure, y'all, and we've been overlooking it because it hurts too much. Because I'm mad. Because I'm not going to forgive anybody. want us to think about that really think about that it's this is I know this message is not you know hey boy you know we're gonna get our riches and we're gonna <laughs> but this is how you get the riches this what I'm telling you is how we grow how we how we take take um, what what we've been given and really make the best of it not looking for ways to point at somebody else or something so we won't have to deal with our self. That's, that's what the enemy, that is a tool that he uses. And the scripture says, don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. That is a device that he uses. He actually uses us against our own self. Because it's too hard. I'm tired of crying. I'm, I'm tired of hurting. Well, if you're tired of crying and hurting, do something about it. Find out why is God allowing this to happen. What are you doing? What are you saying? Where are you at? Where are you going? What decisions have you made that you just took it and said, well, you know what, I made it and so be it. Like, what God is saying in this hour, y'all, is, listen, I've allowed you to go through some hurt and some pain. I've allowed you to go through some things, but not because I'm evil and want to uh, be mean to you. No, I want to help you. I created some greatness on the inside of you, and the only way it's going to come out is if you handle the darkness. And you, you realize that there is treasure in the darkness 
So we can't be running from what God is really trying to break. So in, in, in that darkness that you're in, you need to ask God, is there somebody I need to forgive? Or do I need to forgive myself even? Sometimes we haven't forgiven ourselves. I'm just going to flow. Because <laughs> this thing is tripping here. So I just want to really, really encourage everybody, you know, really stop looking at the challenges in your life as, uh, as something that is coming against you. But start to look at it as, what am I supposed to gain from this? What am I supposed to learn from this? How am I supposed to grow from this? You know, like, 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 like really, I mean, don't you want to be a woman or a man of God that's strong in the Lord? I mean, don't you, don't you want to live what you say instead of just saying what sounds right? Don't you want to live it? Don't you want a fulfilling life and not looking over your shoulder type of life? Hoping that nobody finds out where you really are. You're going to have to embrace those, the, the darkness of your, in your life. Embrace it not to say, okay, I'm going to always be in this dark place, but find out what are the treasures within that dark place. And the treasures, when I say treasures, I'm saying that they're, you know, uh, there, there's things that, um, that, 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 that God uses to, to pull out, extract out of you uh, what he wants from you. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, at, you know, asking him, what is it, God? What is it? Because I promise you, if you don't get into what it is, You'll go through 20, 30 years, 50 years maybe even, and you'll be in the same place, going around the dirt, all, just around and around and around, and, you, and, and everybody else is excelling, and you find yourself like, why am I in one place? We're in one place is because we are not embracing what is God doing for us? What is he wanting me to learn? What is it that I'm ignoring? What is it that... You know, I uh, have not allowed myself to even feel. You know, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel. Oh, wow. Sometimes we don't allow ourselves to feel. You know, the time when you're spending time with the Lord and all of a sudden the tears start to well up and then you suck it up instead of allowing the tears to flow. Tears God designed for a reason is to pour out our emotions. But what we do, we suck it up. Because I need to be strong. That's not a sign of strength. That's actually a sign of weakness. And for men, it's okay to cry. It's a beautiful thing for a man to cry. For a woman to see a man cry, I know it may sound weird and crazy, but they absolutely love it. They do. They absolutely love it. Because, the, you know, men try to be, you know, hard and, and strong, and, but the, it's, 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 it's almost a sign of weakness. And God created us, created us emotional beings. 
you know, to pour out. So I just wanted to really get us to like really think about whatever darkness that's in our life, whatever is something that's not right, question yourself by asking God, Lord, what is it I'm supposed to get so I can get to where you want me to go? Because I'm telling you, age continues to go, but maturity can stop at the, at the age of 15. Maturity can stop. You can be 60 years old and, and with a 16-year-old with a, a mindset. So we don't want to be taken, you know, we don't want to get older and still be like, you ever see older people and they, it's like they're set in their ways and it's like, how did they get there? They got there like, like at this age. So we have got to allow God to clean up some of those areas in our life that we've been running from. Because he really desires for us to, to grow, to develop, to be mature, to take on the nature of Christ. We've been hiding behind the people. We've been hiding behind alcohol. We've been hiding behind everything we can so that we don't have to deal with ourselves. And God is saying in this hour, I need you to pay attention. I need you to pay attention. You are, you are where you are. I am where I am based on how I handled what I went through. So you, right now, however you're handling that situation, you, God, God is actually trying to take you to another level of thinking. Stretch your, your thoughts. Get you out of yourself. And really look at what is really beneficial that's going to help us to grow. I hope this message made sense because as he, as he was telling me about it, I was like, how do I even get this across? Yeah, I mean, because it's, it's, um, it's a very interesting message because we know God is a, he wants us to be victorious too. So it's not to say, you know, embrace the darkness and stay there. And No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> Hopefully it didn't come across that way. But it was getting us to see that even God himself, he didn't do away with the darkness. That's the first time I read that. When I read that, I was like, wow. It said, let there be light. But he used, once the light came, he kept the darkness. And now the darkness became a value because now the light was day and the dark was night. He named it. So don't try to uh, get away and run out of the darkness before you learn what it is, why the darkness is there. That's the thing. Don't run and try to get away from it. Because God is trying to teach you something. It ain't always the enemy. God allowed it. Look, he allowed uh, Job to go through what he went through. Satan had to actually ask for permission. He said, you can do whatever you want to do, just don't kill him. So I'm encouraging you. I am admonishing you. I am trying to everything within me to tell you we have got to look at the darkness that we're going through right now in a different way of looking at it we got to start to challenge ourselves through that darkness God what is it that I am not doing what is it that I've been hiding what is it that I've been making excuses what is it what is it
Because it's something. And especially if you got the same thing over and over happening. So I know this message wasn't, you know, oh boy, you know. <laughs> but it really was necessary. And I, I, had, to, I had to share it because I, I, love, I love everybody in here. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard, whatever you're dealing with right now. It is hard. I know it is. But it's necessary. If you really, really look hard, God will show you those hidden treasures in that darkness. And that's all I got to say. <laughs>